Hi, welcome to building a beautifully imperfect business with coach Lauren Kane. I am Lauren Kane and I'm freaking out because this is my first podcast. Oh my gosh. I can't believe that I'm here talking to you all and that there are people actually listening to this, hopefully. This has been something I've wanted to do for a really long time. I have seen so many people do this in my life and I knew that I could and had to take the leap. So this podcast is is basically going to be about, it's going to be a daily podcast about how to live the life of a women business owner and build your business imperfectly. I am a recovering perfectionist <laughs> and control freak, and I want to share with you my struggles and what I have learned through my almost 10 years of working with women business owners through my previous career and also through my, uh, my coaching practice. So today's episode is really about me telling you my story because when you have a business, it's so important to know your story and know your why. And um, you know, I hope that you will learn to reconnect a little bit more with your story through hearing mine. So let me tell you about me, my backstory. So I'm going to go way back and then I will get caught up a little bit closer to present day. <laughs> really my journey when I sat down and did the work and looked at this really began as a little girl, maybe first or second grade on the playground. And I knew that I wanted to be a teacher. It was something that was in my heart uh, from, I don't know when, it just implanted a seed there that I wanted to be a teacher. And I remember finding these textbooks that were being either given away or thrown out and grabbing them. And I think they were like level grade five or six, so well beyond my real comprehension. But grabbing a group of friends and sitting them down on the playground and teaching them this material and having this desire to make my friends better, to expand their world, their horizons, their knowledge. And I was so excited to stand there and lead and, and, you know, be, be this per, this person bigger than myself. I felt bigger than myself. And then it all kind of came crashing down. I was bullied a lot through elementary school and middle school and that really caused me to take a step back and no longer want to be the girl standing in front of other people leading, talking. I wanted to be the person that was invisible. I didn't want to be seen because if you couldn't see me, you couldn't make fun of me. And, um, sorry. Um, a part of me kind of shut off. Um, so, you know, I lived my life that way for a long time and fast forward to having my career as an adult, I spent, you know, about 20 years in the corporate world. Um, the last six I spent at a place called Golden Seeds working with women business owners. I was the director of operations there and that was part of my job to work with the CEOs in our portfolio, the CEOs the, whose company we invested in. And I spent my entire career being in operations and being behind the scenes. 
because that's what operation people do. And I was told I was good at it. Um, I didn't really love it anymore and realized that when I was at Golden Seeds. And I saw a lot of really great women come through and be strong, amazing entrepreneur, women business owners, and just take the world by storm. And there was a part of me that kept feeling like, ah, oh, I'm called to do that. And why am I, why can't I find my place? Why can't I do that? And I, my husband and I moved to Atlanta and had our son and I was still working at Golden Seeds. And, um, I just knew that it wasn't my path anymore, that what I was doing wasn't the journey I was meant to be on. And I remember one day when I was taking my son for a walk that it just hit me that I was going to become a coach, uh, that, that, you know, I wanted to have my own business and still work with women business owners, but support them in a different way than I had at Golden Seeds. And so, you know, typical me <laughs> as a rule follower, operation squirrel girl, I went about it, you know, in the, the typical rule follower way of I followed the plan of how you become a coach in the coaching world, like the typical plan that everyone follows or majority people follow. I went through formal coaching school. I went through certification and became formally certified. It was, you know, like a year's process. And then, you know, I launched my coaching practice and started working with clients one-on-one -on -one because, you know, I wanted to live my life on my schedule, my plan, not someone else's. And I, you know, I wanted to make more money than my husband, <laughs> but you know, I wanted my son to see me follow my passion. Um, you know, that was huge for me, but there were, there was also that I wanted to work with women business owners that I saw so often who were lonely and, and I myself could recognize that or understand that because I felt lonely growing up and and even in my coaching practice one-on-one, -on -one, I was feeling, you know, when I didn't have clients that I was feeling lonely, you know, it's, it's hard working for yourself. And, um, you know, I, I didn't want any other women business owner to feel that. And, and I, you know, I wanted to build that tribe of women. I wanted to connect people. I've always loved connecting people. I, you know, it's just something that is, uh, when I do that, that fills up my heart. And, you know, but a couple years into my one-on-one -on -one coaching, I, I still had this nagging feeling that there was more. And I would have good months with new clients and then months where there was no money coming in. And I was struggling to figure out how to reach my ideal client. I felt like, I God, I had, you know, bugged my entire network to death looking for new clients. And just how did I reach, how do I reach my people? And, and then even more on the, you know, inside, the months where there was no money coming in, my gosh, ah, oh, my internal voices started to creep in. You know, the ones that, that tell you you're not good enough and that maybe you can't do it. And to add, you know, on top of that is that I ran into a bully situation where someone in my life tried to hurt me with their words. And that made me further go into a tailspin and feel like a failure that I wasn't showing up in the way that I wanted to for myself and my family. And and then I realized, you know, okay, one-on-one -on -one coaching wasn't going to be the way that I lived my dreams. It, it felt like I was calling for every new client, that I wasn't reaching the masses. I wasn't creating this tribe. I wasn't becoming that teacher that I wanted to be so many years ago. 
And then it, you know, just like it had when, you know, I, it hit me when I became a coach that, that it hit me again, that I needed to follow my gut. And if I followed my gut, that it would take those internal and external bullies and put them on mute, (laughs) shut them up. And I could, I could put what I've learned through my almost 10 years of working with women business owners and my coaching out there in a world and I could reach I could reach more women I wanted to create a movement to reach all women business owners out there because they all deserve a coach so I mapped out everything I needed to do and God let me tell you it was so much (laughs) I have anxiety when I still think about the list but it was my calling to do it and I started creating content, testing it out, creating more content and more yumminess to share with the world, but I didn't stop there. I, I wanted to really figure out how to bring women business owners together to connect with each other, to lean on and lift up each other in this journey of building something that's going to change the world, even if it's in the smallest, minute way to the largest, most explosive ways. But I had no idea how to do it, and I was spending so much time worrying about it, I was stuck. I was really stuck. But then I saw this webinar of how to create a mastermind. And I had always built up in my mind that masterminds were these large, complicated things. And I had joined one myself and realized I didn't have to do it how everyone else did it, or I didn't have to do it on the larger scale that I could, I could create a mastermind of women that was curated and that it was what exactly those women needed and what I needed. And it was using my skills of connecting. And it was using my, my coaching expertise and my desire to be a teacher and to, in my small way, lead, but in a large way, create a safe, beautiful place for women to grow, grow themselves and grow their business. And you'll probably hear me say a lot that I firmly believe to grow your business, you need to grow yourself. And because they're both very much connected. If you're having a bad day, your business is having a bad day and vice versa. So on the journey to grow my business, I need to grow myself and I needed to figure out how to change the world by imparting that to women, women business owners. So that's where I am today. I am sharing with you how that journey came about so that you can see that it's possible for you. And I hope that maybe you saw something in that that resonates with you and maybe lights a fire with you to do something more or to reach a goal in your business that you didn't think you could reach that you could obtain and that through this podcast you can come here as a way to create a tribe to support you on your growth your self-growth and your growth of your business so we're going to explore all of what it looks like to be imperfect in this world in this business world and I'm going to talk more about my letting go of perfection and letting go of control 
in, in my business. Um, but that's for a later podcast. Maybe we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, but I thank you so much for joining me and I hope to see you here tomorrow.